We're going to go to the phone lines for a very, very special guest. Big weekend for the Tennessee baseball team as they're actually on their way back now from Athens, Georgia, after winning the series today with a 4-1 victory over Georgia. Coach Tony Vitello. Tony, how are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm, I'm anxious to get back across state lines into the great state of Tennessee. Hopefully the uh, mountains cooperate here. Uh, the coaches all kind of spread out and drive because of this COVID mess. So, uh, again, hopefully the reception works, but it's great to talk with you. Well, we hear you loud and clear now, and we appreciate you spending some time with us. I uh, Congratulations in order to you as you earn your 100th career win on Friday, your 101st today. But I would say, knowing you, more important than that is you guys open the SEC season with a series win. And you've probably already been told this, Tony. It's Tennessee's first opening SEC series win since 2014. <laughs> I was not. Uh, you made my day telling me that. That's good to hear. And, uh, you know, one of those reasons is for – for uh, the life of me, I don't know why we go on the road every year. There's been no balance. Even Coach Serrano's last couple of years, they were on the road. So it, it is more challenging on the road in our league, even with a limited amount of fans. They had a semi-full park today, and our guys had their work cut out for them all three days. But they were relentless, including, you know, after a tough loss yesterday. <coughs> Coach Fatello, it's Austin. You guys almost had the sweep so close, but do you feel like that was a good kind of attention getter for this team? Because you guys have been playing such good baseball to have that one right in your grasp and have it slip away last, last night. Do you feel like that was an attention getter heading into today's rubber match? Well, Austin, here's, here's a deal I, I shouted at the team and I think uh, it holds true. I mean, and, and we mentioned family guy, the show, cause Stewie Griffin's always traveling back in time. And uh, if you could travel back in time, you'd love to change a couple things about that ninth inning. But then that means everything else would have changed as well. So who knows if today would have worked out the way it did. I think what it did is it taught us a lesson and at the same time set up a signature win for this club. You know, potentially at the end of the year, we look back on this thing and said, learning to win a series on the road was huge for us. Uh, and again, that may have not gone down that way if, if yesterday goes the way Vol fans want, but you know, when you're on the road, it's tough to finish a team off. That's why you got to just treat every inning like they're the same. And I think our guys got a little too juiced up in that ninth inning, and we made a couple uncharacteristic mistakes. But your point is proven well, I think. It'll be a good lesson regardless. Is anybody hitting the ball as well as Drew Gilbert? No. I mean, gosh dang, he had a right at everybody on Friday. And then yesterday, some tough luck at bats as well. And then today, I mean – three at-bats in a row to start the game with lasers and then just kind of a get-it-done at-bat at the end of the game. And uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up Connor Pavoloni's effort. The guy was playing on essentially one leg. We have uh, Jackson Greer, our number two catcher, was banged up this weekend. He couldn't play. Durkay's in the DH slot. And then Pav injures his leg on a foul ball, and he just gutted it through. And he scored on that Gilbert, you know, again, kind of a get-it-done sack fly at-bat there in the in the ninth inning, which was huge. Tony, it's Chris again. I, I'm glad you brought up Pav. Is there any way that he didn't get hit with a baseball today? He got hit sliding in the home plate. <laughs> he got hit, I think, he, he got first base on a hit batsman, and I'm sure he got hit about ten times stopping balls behind the plate. But his toughness, and I'm sure I'm joking, but his toughness in my mind epitomizes your baseball team. Yeah, no doubt, and, and everybody loves Pav because he's such a serious worker and a good kid. Uh, I mean, to the core, he's just a great kid. 
but I'm going to play devil's advocate and, and say there were any Vol fans or even coaches, you know, that were frustrated with Pav's early season performance because he was trying too hard at the plate. Anybody would tell you that, including himself. You, you can put any of that front-runnerism to the back of the bus because what he did today just for Tennessee athletics in general was one of the guttiest, grittiest performances um, that, that we've had from anyone on our campus in, in quite a while. So hopefully people remember that. And I know it meant a lot to his team, and they, they were making all kinds of jokes in the dugout to keep things light. But I think everyone was in awe of how well of uh, how good of a performance he put in, again, on basically one leg. Tony, if you're going to win any SEC series, you've got to have the right mix. You've got to hit timely hitting. You've got to pitch. You've got to play defense. I think that your game today, Luke's play at first base, which really sort of changed the complexion of the game. Just terrific play. Over there at first base. You got a great performance from Tidwell getting into the eighth inning. And then, as Austin pointed out a minute ago, you guys got hits when you needed to. But that kind of mix as you go forward, because it never gets any easier in the SEC, is a must, is it not? It, it truly is. And I mean, the, the big picture was Blade taking ownership of that game and being so good. And I, I think maybe Luke makes that play because he's got Blade's back. You know, he sees this kid. Again, taking ownership of the game and pitching his butt off. Uh, maybe you're quicker on your first step or you, you dive a little further or whatever it might be to make a play. Uh, but, again, you're right on. You just got to win ugly. I mean, most SEC series, for whatever reason, there's two games that come down to the final hitter. And today, you know, they needed one more base runner for that to truly happen. But – you know, at least two of the games are probably going to come down to the, to the last hitter, and then there might be one that, that is a little bit more separate than that. But it, you'll take it however you can get it. Win ugly, uh, bunt a guy over, not hit all day, but get a big hit in the ninth, whatever it might be. Chris brought this up earlier, and, and uh, you said you didn't know. I mean, to, to, to think about it, seven years, seven since I mean, I didn't even ha- my, my daughter was you know like not even a year old when this last happened. She's about to be turned eight since Tennessee won a Friday SEC game. Yeah, how how how's that even possible? And then two, like what's that say as you guys continue to build? I mean, you look on our site all the time, and I don't know how many threads get started on the generals' quarters about Danny White needs to lock up Tony Vitello, but for the job you're doing. <laughs> To see where this this program continues to go, continues to build. And I know we hit the kind of that that wall last year with COVID and the season got shut down, but you guys were building then, and to pick up right where you left off this year. What's it say about this program and kind of the the culture change that not only you but your assistants and the kids that have come in here have bought in to continue to uh, see this thing kind of prosper? No, I mean. Seven years is a long time. I think my maturity level is still just as low as it was seven years ago. But uh, in all seriousness, um, you know, I think it, it's very believable that it could happen where you got a string of, of bad weekends in our league because if you believe something, it's probably going to hold true in sports, especially in a, a game as mental as baseball. And I think a lot of our guys thought we were inferior for some reason. And I think some of the guys that Coach Serrano had out on the field for whatever reason, had that mindset. I mean, they would openly admit that. And it's a very difficult thing to change. But when it flips and you do believe you're capable of anything, then I think it's just as likely you could put a string that's the exact opposite of that together. 
Tony, I know it's so important to play every game one at a time, but in the SEC, when you start getting into series, in Austin, you mentioned your maturity. What about the maturity of your ball club to be able to do that now going forward and just play every game, every series uh, as what's right in front of you and not get caught up in what's coming down the pipe? Well, I think here's here's what's big is Tuesday, an emotional walk-off win, uh, kind of a lot of hooting and hollering, all business the next day. And then on Friday, if there was any carryover, it was positive momentum. And then I'll take it a step further. We go into the outfield, and maybe it's because guys are gassed out because they gave it their all this weekend. But they basically just acted like they won a game. I think they were just as fired up on Friday, if not more, to get that Friday win. And really, again, I want them to enjoy the win and be happy. And I certainly was acting my goofy self, but um, – they, they didn't act like they just did something that hasn't been done in seven years or anything like that. It was we, we did what we came to do, and uh, we're certainly happy about it, and it's going to make the bus ride home a lot better. But I, I kind of sensed a, a little bit of maturity just there. So those are two really good signs. Well, we really appreciate you joining us tonight, Tony, and uh, you guys travel safe back. And I tell you, one game, I'm going to watch you guys play one game where you don't have your arms folded. You look. That, that's you, man. It's if if I know when it's you without seeing your number because you got those arms folded over there in the dugout. That that is me trying to put a straight jacket on myself with my two arms. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen seriously. You guys travel safe, and we look forward to uh, catching up with you down the road. You got Eastern Kentucky on Tuesday, and then LSU comes in. I was telling Austin before we brought you on. Boy, I wish that, that you had full capacity because with the the weather forecast. The Friday and Saturday games both being 6 o'clock, and the way your kids are playing, uh, it'd be great to see Lindsey Nelson packed to the rafters. But I'd still say you're going to get a good crowd out there as much as you guys can possibly get in to Lindsey Nelson this weekend. The ones that have been out there have been great, and there's even people finding little spots, nooks and crannies, where they can watch outside the stadium. And we've also been increasing a little bit as the numbers trend in the right direction. So I'm hopeful for that. But the ones that have been there have been rowdy, They've been ball fans true and true. So we appreciate those people, but also you guys for having us on and everybody supporting us. Great. Tony, thanks again, man. We'll take, we'll catch up with you soon, okay? You bet, guys. Take care. All right. Thanks, All right. Coach. That's Tony Vitello, head baseball coach for the Tennessee Volunteers. Vols fresh off a series win at Georgia, the first opening SEC series win for Tennessee since 2014.